And welcome back to The Big Wake Up Call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and time for my next guest. And I'm glad you're joining us today because you're about to witness another momentous occasion as my next guest joins our Five Timers Club. We're going to talk about National Preparedness Month here in September. We're going to talk about why homeowners should think about a more diverse energy mix. We're going to talk with HGTV star Matt Blashaw. Matt, welcome to the Five Timers Club. Oh, thanks for having me. So you have your choice of either a, a T-shirt, a cap, or a coffee mug. Yeah, I'm going to go T-shirt. Uh, can you personalize it? Put my name on it or something? Um, It's never been done before, but certainly. How about a signature? If you sign it, I'm good. No, I don't want to devalue the garment. But anyway, Matt, how are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Thanks for having me on. You know, we're talking about uh, preparedness month and not not a huge deal yet, but we had a thunderstorm a couple of weeks ago where I had just a little power blip. It came back on, but it got me thinking, you know, what what if that were out for longer? Yes. And, you know, I, I'm, I am uh, um, a, a case study in this because you know i'm from california originally i know we talked about it before and you know i was used to rolling blackouts because of the heat yeah uh, but then when i moved to kansas uh, a year ago we had a small es0 uh, tornado uh, that came about three blocks from our house and it knocked out all of the power i mean trees were everywhere and i felt helpless and, and i'm a guy that fixes everything i build right. homes for a living and i just could not fix it and um we just felt so vulnerable. And then I realized the importance of having an emergency plan. Uh, I needed a secondary source of power, uh, like a generator, and it made us it made us ready for anything. We keep hearing about uh, you need to have a, a backup generator. There's lots of choices out there. I think the typical one people think of is, um, I don't know, it, it's burning and it, it's belching soot and chemicals. I don't know why I picture that when there are more more uh, efficient and, and energy-friendly options. There is. Yeah, and there's dual sources, too. So you can do a, um, you know propane as well as gas yeah. um, as well. Uh, lots of great technology out there. I mean, uh, you know, I recommend that, that families look at propane-powered. Uh, you know, they're reliable. They're versatile. Um, and, and then, you know, how you do it, you know, so there are people ask, where do I start? Well, you call a licensed electrician, right? And, and they're going to be able to tell you the brand that works because, you know, my electrician, he's, he's great. He'll say, Hey, listen, I work on that one all the time. Yeah. Uh, it breaks down. Here's the one that you got to go with. And then they'll size it appropriately for your house. Now, listen, the generator is not going to power everything. You're not going to go back to business as usual, right? It's really there to power the things that you need to get you through, right, the power outage. So that's, you know, things like your um, your freezer, your refrigerator, your alarm system, smoke alarms, um, you know, uh, you know, e even some metal, medical equipment for, for some people. And then you can work with your propane service provider to make sure that you have a tank large enough uh, to be able to, um, to power that. Um, and what I love is that, that that propane is right there stored at your home. Um, it's there when you need it. And, you know, when, when the power outage happened for me, I tell you, I went and tried to scramble for a generator, you know, just anything. Sure. Um, not only were no one had any, they were twice as much money. Uh, I could barely get out of my neighborhood. Right. And so it, it was you're going to be spending so much more money in that time that, you know, in the time of need. Um, you know, so that's why, you know, the, the propane uh, power generator, it has a transfer switch on it. So you don't even need to step outside. 
soon as it senses that the power is out, switches right over to the propane uh, generator and starts powering um, you know, everything in your home. And then if you have propane, you can use it to power your fireplace, which will heat the home uh, if you don't have a furnace running too. So lots of benefits that come along. And one of the pluses of propane, it being right there, that's, that's just, it's instantly there. Like it's quite energy efficient and the way it's delivered to your home is more efficient. Yes. Yes. And, and you can work with your, you know, there's no variation of prices too. You know, we're looking at gas prices going up and down. Um, you know, we say, well, gosh, you buy your propane at a certain price, right? However long that is. I have some people that, you know, uh, an entire tank will last a year to power their house. Right. So that's already purchased. You are, you don't have any fluctuations in prices. And you were, you were talking about those diesel uh, generators. Right. So, you know, which are, you know, loud, they're dirty. Um, but also diesel and gas have a shelf life. Right. You, you can't let gas and diesel sit inside unused for, for, you know, six months, seven months, even a year. It's not going to be good. Right. So you're going to have to drain those out or you're going to have to have, have to use that propane has a terrific shelf life. You don't have to worry about any degradation when it comes to it. As you mentioned that, I appreciate the tip because I keep thinking, oh, I have got to do something about my uh, my lawnmower before I put it away. I can't just leave the gas in there. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and bad gas, boy, if you use uh, you know spoiled gas as we call it, uh, put that if you use that in the engine, it can it can it can really do some harm. So. Again, you got dual fuel choices that you can use, but you know, propane is 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 great because it's a nice clean burner, ready when you need it. As a contractor and as someone who who's been through the experience, and I believe it happened very soon after you relocated to uh to the Midwest, what what are some other ideas that families should consider as you know winter is is just getting closer and closer? Yes, all right. A couple things we could do. I talk about weather stripping. You know, putting the windows. If you have storm windows. Uh, put those up because that's a great way to insulate. Um, but also look underneath your doors. Um, on, on the uh, one of the biggest gaps that you'll have is in that threshold. Um, so look under the door if you see daylight. Sometimes you can adjust that threshold, um, bring it up or down with some screwdrivers, or you can put in another door sweep. Um, I have. Uh, you want to change your air filters for your furnace. Um, I have a subscription to my air filters where one comes every month. I have a stockpile of them because if you're using that furnace, that air conditioning all the time, yeah. you want to be changing that out yeah. you know, once a month, sometimes you know twice a month because the the air out has to equal the air in, and and that will put if if not, it puts stress on the system. It's going to um, you know decrease the lifespan, but it, it's also going to make it run a lot more efficiently. Um, you know, something that I like to do during the winter time. I have, uh, for that outside condenser uh, on your air conditioning unit, I put a cover over it, you know, when I don't need it. Uh, because, you know, you're not getting any leaves in it. Um, you're not, you know, you're going to be able to kind of, you know, keep the winter out of it. So during the summer months, you can just pull that off. It's nice and clean. That is going to save you money because it is going to make that condenser last longer. Uh, and then finally, look around your house. Look for any wet limbs, especially any really thick limbs that are hanging over your electrical lines, if you have a, you know, a, a electrical line running through the backyard um, or over your house, 
because when it freezes or if you get some really powerful storms, those are going to be the first to go down and really cause some damage and, and God forbid, uh, really harm someone. So make sure that you are limbing those trees up before the big, big winter comes. That is a great tip because it happened to my next door neighbor and kind of took down the block for a while. A giant branch fell on uh, the power line and we're trying to tell people that is not something you DIY. No, no, yeah. And if that happens, you just call, yeah, call your energy company, tell them to come. It, it is, it is dangerous. And we have so many trees, uh, in our neighborhood. And, you know, you, you got to think of these trees. They're like sails on a boat, right? The, yeah. the, the, the more, you know, the, the leaves and the more branches it has, um, the more it's going to put stress on that tree. And if, especially if it's an older tree, uh, those limbs are going to go flying. Um, they can go through the roof. They can go through a power line. They can go through your car. They can create some amazing, you know, some damage. Or if they freeze too, they become so heavy. Um, they can they can really do some damage. So take the time if you, if you want to limb your trees or call a professional. That is a really good thing to do right now. Well, Matt, as always, I appreciate the hints and tips. And uh, is there a resource you can send us for more information? Yeah, just just go on over to propane dot com slash for my home uh get prepared today well thank you matt welcome to the five timers club and uh, we will get you that t-shirt no i can't wait for the six